Hello and welcome to Women in Strength. This is the podcast that goes far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Rasheen Hawley and I'm going to be spending this time with you every single week, jumping into the real life challenges, the real life topics that we face as a coach, as a business owner, and as a woman running her own business in the fitness industry. I've been in the industry since 2013 where I started out as a sole trader in a commercial space and now I own my own gym here in Melbourne called Barbell Babes Brigade. I absolutely love being in this industry and I love educating and exploring the things that come up on a daily basis. I love to help other ladies really explore their capabilities as a business owner, as a coach and seeing what they can do. Because the thing is, when we create businesses as women, we are unrivaled. We have a power that is so untouchable and I really, really want to explore these topics that quite frankly can stop us in our tracks sometimes. So strap in, we've got lots of stuff to cover. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Woman and Strength podcast. My name is Ro, and hi, for those of you that might be meeting me for the first time, it's lovely to have you here. We get into some just straight shooting topics around business, um, but for those of you guys that have heard my voice before, welcome back. It's just lovely to have you guys here and, and continue to listen. So today is going to be no fucking exception. Um, I'm actually particularly fired up about this particular topic um, because I find that there's a bit of a trend right now in the health and fitness space. Um, The trend being that there's a lot of coaches uh, that are really talking about what they did and how this is what you need to do too in order to grow your business. And I don't agree with that. So that's what we're going to be jumping into today. But before I get into the juice of the topic, um, I take the opportunity just to do a little bit of a check-in. I haven't um, I haven't done a bit of a check-in with what's kind of going on in my life, um, but I made it clear that I would keep you guys in the loop with obviously big life changes that are happening for me. So um, it's the 10th of November, 2022 as I'm recording this and yeah there's a lot of change in my life as a person and and, and ultimately what's coming in business and that's because I'm pregnant. Um, my second baby is on her way. She is due in February so I'm over six months pregnant now which means I've got like three months-ish to go. Um, and yeah, like I remember at the start of the pregnancy, you know, sharing with particularly followers on Instagram that I was going to you know, give you guys some some details on what I'm doing and how I'm preparing my business and stuff like that. But it is just, it is flowing by. I can't even, yeah, I'm just blinked and I'm already six months pregnant. So there's lots of changes happening um, in terms of, there's going to be some operational changes in terms of my business um, for BBB, but there's also just a lot of changes that are happening within me from, you know, a feeling perspective um, and an evolving perspective about where I'm at. I'm actually in November is my birthday month as well. So I'm turning 35 in a couple of weeks. So I think it's just like a really big transition patch through 
the next kind of couple of months. Um, and what I mean by that is I'm really starting to lean into, you know, what is this next stage of life going to look like for me in terms of a business perspective? What do I want to continue to do? Um, what do I want to not do anymore? And then how can I delegate some of those things out? Um, and things that I've previously delegated out, I'm feeling a pull to kind of pull, come back towards it. So it's just this patch of like... I don't know, it's mid-30s, second child on the way, just a, a reflection patch of, you know, naturally things are coming up and, and I want to make some changes. So I've got, actually tonight, so tonight um, I'm working in my office, I'm not in the gym tonight and I've got a big few hours of operations scheduled in my calendar. Um, and what that means is I'm going to just be confirming some changes in terms of roles and responsibilities tonight. Um, I'm going to be looking at some shortfalls in terms of what I need to do as the boss to, you know, get stuff up to speed on some new tasks and, and see where I can delegate things off, really tighten some metrics and some responsibilities with some of these tasks so that, um, the people that are taking them over are super, super clear on what I expect from them and, and what are the consequences if they're not basically met. So that's, um, some interesting work that I've got tonight, um, um, and I've been milling on it for ages. Like I've been sitting on this kind of stuff for months, but I feel like through all this reflection patch over the last couple of months, I feel like prepared to do it now. And I know tonight when I sit down for a couple of hours, I will absolutely smash out like the documents and the Google sheets and shit like that, because everything's been brewing and everything feels very settled now. Um, and I'm ready to make some changes in terms of some tasks to delegate out um, and what I really want to continue to do. So I had initially at the start of like at the start of my pregnancy um, and even before I got pregnant because we had planned this baby, <laughs> um, I had had in my mind that I was like, oh, yeah, cool, I'm going to do this, this, this with operations. But over the last definitely like four to six months, it's changed back. And things that I did want to delegate out before I got pregnant, um, I want to actually bring back closer to me because I'm feeling just a pull to want to continue to do some of those things. And that's from an operations point of view around I really like um, – I really like having my finger on the pulse with strategy with BBB. I really enjoy that kind of work. I find it very creative. I like planning, um, you know, our focal point as a community. And that was some stuff that I was fully going to delegate out. Um, but I'm just, I don't want to do it anymore. So it's just, you know, you have a prerogative as a business owner that if you want to change your mind, you can, and that's what I'm doing. So I'm going to be doing that. That's kind of happening. Um, and yeah, like a, there's been a lot of thoughts and it's only just dropped into my mind the last couple of weeks around like what life will be like in terms of time next year, which seems kind of silly maybe, I don't know. But um, my my first daughter, Lexi, she is five and a half now and she starts school next year. Um, and like obviously she's not going to be at kindy anymore, she's going to school, so time's going to be different. And I was like, oh, yeah, sweet, I'll have heaps of time. And then I'm like, oh, hang on, you're going to have a second child that's going to be like filling that time gap, so to speak. And so me and my husband have been talking about, well, fuck, like what do we want to do? Do we want to put the new baby into childcare? Like when do we anticipate we might do that? Do you want to have some time off um, for me? Uh, and I've just been really leaning 
into what I want my quote unquote maternity leave to look like. And I'm actually finding that I'm moving through a lot of like societal, not pressures, I don't feel pressure, but societal norms around, you know, finishing up work and taking time off and all that kind of stuff. And, and my initial emotional charges, which are coming up around that. Like when I had Lexi, my first child, um, I was like back into the gym like a week later and that was at a very like limited capacity but like I wanted to do that. My husband had four months off work while we had our first child so there was a heap of support from both of us but we were the only ones in Australia and we didn't have any family that were here so that was something that we did as a family Um, but I'm like I've been doing this for you know closing in on a decade now so I'm pretty certain I like what I do and I'm pretty certain that provided that obviously we're both in good health um like I'm gonna want to continue to do things because I really enjoy my work so it's just pushing through that kind of stuff of like because people are now asking me like oh when are you going to finish up work like how much time are you going to take off and it's like well I'm probably gonna like still launch something in January I'll definitely open up my calendar so that I don't have you know lots of things immediately when my my second daughter comes but like I'm still gonna keep working because it's just for me and it's like it's just raising um it's interesting to watch people respond to that and then it's obviously interesting for me to see how I respond to their reactions. Um, so that's kind of some stuff that I'm working through personally also is just, you know, I'm such an advocate of like business on your terms and I'm going through this business on my terms and really needing to le- lean into my shit and what I want to do. So that's kind of where I'm at. Like personally, it's this pregnancy is going very, very fast. Um, this whole year, in fact, has gone since we moved into the new gym in February. Like, I mean, I got the, I signed the lease in October. So it's pretty much, it's been, been over a year now that I've signed this lease, but we didn't get and open the gym until end of January, start of February. So it's gone so fast, but that's been obviously post COVID and then new facility and everyone finding their feet again after that fucked up period of everyone's life. But, um, I just feel like this year has been a blinker. So it's a big reflection month and actually it's my, um, wedding anniversary tomorrow actually um so November is just a very big time especially because we signed our lease in this time for the new property it's my birthday it's my wedding anniversary it's our six year wedding anniversary and our 14 years together um it's been a long time so it always just it's just naturally like this I feel like this month is like such a big reflection time for me normally more so than like the new year so yeah, I'm, I'm noticing a lot of thoughts coming up, a lot of um, not scared of judgment or afraid of doing these kind of things, but it's just being like, okay, they're present, they're coming into my mind. What does this mean for you? How is it impacting the way that you feel? All that kind of stuff. So yeah, business is, um, business is personal and this is my life and, you know, this is my family's life. So, and my community's life. So it's just, it's, it's really respecting and honoring everything that's coming up and then being okay to make my own decisions. So yeah, that was just a little bit of a dear diary moment. Hope you enjoyed the real honest chats there, but let's get into the episode. So 
The title of this episode is Why I Won't Coach You From a Place Of Here Is What I Did and You Need to Do This Too. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So, you know, like I said at the start, the health and fitness industry is, beca- is becoming, and I've said this in previous episodes, the health and fitness industry is a very, very interesting place right now. Um, we're seeing, obviously, you know, the core of people in face-to-face gyms doing personal training, and then we're seeing this beautiful mishmash into coaching and a hybrid of online coaching and face-to-face, and then we're seeing a lot of coaches then also move into holistic-type coaching, whether it's dibble-dabble of life coaching or mind mindset coaching alongside it and then we have true you know life coaching and energetic coaching and all that kind of stuff um on the other on the other swing of things so it's all kind of lumped into health and fitness now um and I'm seeing you know I particularly for me as a mentor as and as a coach I definitely live in the middle ground um I truly believe in structure and frameworks and strategy and things like that but you know as you just heard over the last five minute spiel I'm also so the importance of recognizing how you feel and how you engage with your business on a personal level is the absolute fucking most important part. So I like to merge both of these two worlds together and it's what I like to call the external and the internal worlds. Um, External being the strategies, frameworks, how-tos, all that kind of black and white stuff. Um, And then the internal world being basically the space between your two ears, what's happening with your mindset, where, you know, what's going through your thoughts, how is that impacting your actions, all that kind of stuff. And we're just really starting to see there can be a a big pendulum swing. Some people fully live in one camp, um, external, some people fully live in the internal, e.g., you know, if you're not, your mindset is the thing that's holding you back. If you tackle that, that's what's going to have your business growing, which obviously I believe in so much, but there's also this disregard in that respect with some some kind of camps of you know strategy is the devil and and frameworks and structure is too quote-unquote masculine and all this kind of shit and it's like like I hear what you're saying but I just do not agree um I think that business 101 is we need to have fucking like frameworks and structure um we need to have some business concepts to build the frameworks of our business so I'm starting to see that there is a lot of things happening in the health and fitness space, whether it's other mentors, whether it's other businesses or other coaches coming in and saying, look, this is what I did, whether it's for health and fitness or whether it's for going a business or moving through blocks or beliefs or anything like that. So, you know, this is what I did. Therefore, this is what you need to do. And I just do not fucking agree with that because at the crux of it, I see mentoring as a personal space, and that is my job as a mentor. My job as a mentor is, you know, to look and listen to the person in front of me and really understand their needs and really understand what they fucking need help with and what they, what tools, what strategies, what conversations we need to open up in order to facilitate the outcomes and the the personal change that they are seeking um, to chase their desired outcomes. So it's kind of funny because you know, it's kind of contradictory, right? Like if someone is in that space of helping, whether you're mentoring or coaching someone through health and fitness or business, you know, it's kind of like giving every client the same fucking macros or the same, yeah, like the same cookie cutter program and then expecting them to get the same results as you because that's what you got. 
that's that's the same fucking thing of what's happening of like this is what grew my business this is what I did so this is what you need to do this is where the juice is right and it's like no hang on hang on hang on mentoring and coaching is all about taking everything that this person knows the mentor and coach and going this is what I see this is you know I'm on the outside perspective I'm not in your brain the business owner you are living your experience I am witnessing what I can witness from the outside about your experience and this is what I think can help you facilitate this is what I see but in no means should it be a blanket statement of like this is what I did to grow my business therefore this is what you need to do again or this is what you need to do now like it's just so funny because it's contradictory to me that mentors are saying that and saying this is what you need to do but then also on the same you know in a second breath saying you know make your own decisions live your own life business on your terms and all that kind of stuff like it should be facilitating more of that and giving people that perspective and their own tools and their own opening their own lens for them to identify and help them with honoring their own needs and figuring out their own path right and that's when I mentor, I really like to easily think about it in two camps, you know, the external versus the internal, because what can work for one person might not quote unquote work for the other person. And what can resonate with one person might not resonate with the other person. I'll use an example here. Like, let's say, um, you as a business owner have identified that you've got some fucking blocks, like you've got some fears that are here, you've got some stuff holding you back from fully stepping into your business, e.g. you're worried about the judgment of others, you're really worried about putting your own spin on things and putting things out there because it is a little bit different or you're worried about you know coaches in the gym that think differently about how they might react tackling that from an internal perspective obviously makes sense because we need to tackle the the fears and the blocks and how you really feel and all that kind of stuff but tackling the internal thoughts sometimes first might be a bit too much for someone so therefore it might be layering some external strategies in alongside that eg some really clear strategies around social media consistent social social media consistency and understanding content pillars and niching and all that kind of stuff which is you know this external world of like how to's frameworks and structure you might actually find that stepping into that stuff first and getting some positive positive wins in that camp really helps you to feel empowered and really helps you to feel like you are getting some positive wins so you feel more capable to then start tackling some conversations around your internal worlds without you know shitting on yourself versus if it's always like this is the internal work this is what you need to hit this is what you need to tackle and it feels very heavy and you're still that's all you're doing is you've got personal inquiry through all this internal mindset work and you're not actually getting anywhere with your socials or getting any positive wins out there with your content, it can just feel like this big gray mishmash area sometimes for some people. So that's why I like to think, well, what is this? who is this person in front of me? What do they, what, what's the true stuff going on? What can we identify? And what can we do from both sides of the coin that is going to help them ultimately move through this block, move through this problem that they're having in business and do it in a way that actually is 
like way more ideal for them as opposed to I tackled my mindset, I tackled these beliefs, I tackled X, Y, Z, therefore you need to too and this is going to quantum leap my fucking business. Like, you know what, let's open up the lens, let's, let's, um, let's widen the lens and zoom out so we can go, you know what, like everyone is different. What works for me might not work for you. This was my way to do it. This is not necessarily the way that's going to resonate with you, but let's start with this as a teachable moment. And then let's kind of construct and have a conversation around, well, what resonates with you? What do we want to give a try? How is this kind of feeling to you? And then let's start to go from there as opposed to this blanket fucking rule. Um, And I just, I find sometimes that, you know, throwing these blanket rules on like, you need to be doing this and you need to be doing that. And in order to build your business, you need to put your attention here. I just find it very fucking unhelpful. And this is why sometimes we'll see some coaches, um, whether it's engage with mentors or consume content online or download resources, whatever, these things that are designed to help, I think sometimes can push business owners further down this rabbit hole of confusion because they're like, well, this worked for this coach and this worked for this business. Why the fuck isn't it working for me? And that's because it's just, it's not necessarily like always considering the whole picture. And that's the difference to me between mentoring and coaching. Mentoring is, as we know the word, it's about mentoring the person in front of you and recognizing this beautiful person that has variables and emotions and, and, you know, has a personality And that's completely different to every other person on this planet. Whereas coaching is like, here's the blanket rule. Um, This is the strategy. This is the steps. Go ahead and do it because it worked for me. And it's not like mentoring isn't better than coaching. Both have their place. Like I will have mentoring and coaching in anything that I do because learning how to launch, learning how to set spreadsheets up as a business owner, that's coachable moments. That's some, that's some stuff that is learning the how-tos and the frameworks and the strategy. But the mentoring piece is, well, why you know, what's going on with the resistance around these Google Sheets or noticing that someone isn't filling in consistently their spreadsheets or tracking their finances and the mentoring piece comes in around, well, I think we need to actually have a conversation here because I can see some stuff that's floating around and I don't know what it is yet and that's for us to help uncover together, but the things aren't getting done that are from the coachable moments. So it's about bringing those two things and and molding them together to be coachable moments and mentoring moments. And and that's ultimately finding the best solutions for the business owner in front of me. Um, And I was kind of thinking about, you know, this statement of like, here's what I did and and you need to do this too. And I wanted to kind of lean into an example of like, this is what can kind of categorize the last years for my career, well, the you know, the entire length of my career around different themes and how these themes might not be the same theme for you, the business owner that's listening, but we can learn some stuff around 
like what we might need to lean into. The trajectory might be different. The focal points will definitely be different. The themes might be similar, but you might find that your trajectory in business is very, very different. I don't think it's worthwhile or helpful to say the blanket statement of where to focus your efforts is mindset work as a business owner. I think a lot of business owners actually improve or maybe not improve. That's the wrong word. I I feel like a lot of business owners will impact their mindset positively when they employ some strategies um, to help them get those wins. So I'm just going to give you a bit of an example. Like the the major theme here is first of all, as we're thinking about growth and pushing forward and, and leaning in and all this kind of stuff from two worlds, external and internal. Um, and what I did and what I continue to do in business will not be the same fucking path that you do. However, the themes that I'm going to share with you now, you might be able to find some similarities or some things to learn and maybe some things to explore, but ultimately it's going to look very, very different. Okay. Now, when I say themes, um, it's not just like one theme, like this is all I focused on for this period of time. Obviously, it's a mishmash of fucking everything. But when I can put a overarching kind of category, this is what I kind of focused on. And we're going to take some teachable moments from that. So the 2013, um, which actually, before I get into the years... I'm putting a caveat here again, like the title of this podcast is here is what I did and you need to do this too and I don't fucking agree with it, right? But I do think listening to other business owners and listening to what external and internal things they tackle is so helpful. And then it's your job and it's your prerogative as a business owner and person to listen and then go, you know what, this fits or this I need to disregard. So I do understand why some coaches slash mentors would lean into it and go, you know, this is what helped me, therefore absolutely fucking go for it. But it's not like... It's not like using that as the blanket rule and go, okay, cool, this is my this is my path, right, to success. So whenever we talk about these things, I think it's still important to open it up, but it's your job to go, this fits or this doesn't. And as an example, like this is why the podcast that I one of my favorite podcasts is How I Built This from Guy Raz. And he talks to business owners and he asks them questions and they're talking about what they did, but it's the teachable moments that you, the coach and business and the business owner need to take from that and, and really mold it to your life. Just as you would suggest with your clients is that, you know, this is, this is some strategies that have worked with health and fitness related things. Um, let's see if this is the right strategy for you. If it's not, we can always find other options. So that's kind of my extra caveat before we lean into this. So 2013 is when I got into the industry. Um, and I was kind of just like thinking about when I got into the industry and again, this is fueled by November reflection month, um, 2013 to current. And it was just like, what, what was the biggest things that I lent into during that time? Um, 2013 to, I would say like 2015, maybe 16, fuck, like, I mean, back then, um, there was like no mentors, like running a business was like, how the fuck do I do it? It was 
yeah, it was just literally figuring shit out. Whereas there's so much more stuff now. Um, you know, there's people like me. Um, there's so many more resources online. There's so many companies that just allow you to learn things about business. And I think that that lens has been opened, although, you know, we've still got a lot of work to do. But 2013 to 15 slash 16, it was all about like mastering the craft of being a coach and just coaching. Like if I think back on that time, that's where I spent a lot of my efforts was like, how do I become just a good fucking coach? And of course that, you know, didn't mean that I didn't focus on some business related things and mindset related things and all that kind of stuff. But that just really describes that time patch for me was like figuring out what kind of training style I like and, you know, where I need to get better at queuing and and technical feedback and all that kind of stuff. So that was the first couple of years. Um, And I think, especially in the health and fitness industry now, you know, with so many people, And this is great, wanting to really step into growing their business. Like, we still got to be focusing on fucking what we do and the services we offer and our quality of coaching. So that was that kind of theme for for that period of my life. Um, And then it shifted massively. So it was like 2016 to 2018, 19. Um, I remember 2016 was a point where I was like really, really getting to a point of being done. Um, And that was kind of like a, a turning point points moment where I was like, I don't know if I can continue to do this because at that point in time, I was running like 50 fucking sessions. Um, back then they were like halfers to 45 minutes. Um, and it was just back to back to back. And I just remember feeling really fucking burnt out. Um, and that's when this next kind of theme of that period of time was all about personal development like that was the biggest time I can remember of personal inquiry tackling my mindset um challenging thoughts all that kind of stuff um and it was very much fueled by um courses that I went like the first course that I went to and that really opened my eyes to to what else is out there um but 2016 to like 18 slash 19 was a big old few years of just like molding me as a person. And if I think about it now, how old was I? So I was 25 when I got into the industry, 13, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, so I was like getting into my late 20s, um, yeah, 28, 29. And like, you know, for, for anyone that's that age, um, you know, that's a huge that's a huge time. Um, I definitely think like early twenties, you know, you're doing whatever the fuck you're doing and, and living your best life. And fuck me, I encourage so many early twenties to do that. 25, like it seems to be in in the middle of your twenties where you go through a transition patch as well. You know, it might be friends that you were at uni with or, you know, high school friends or something like that. Like there seems to be a big transition patch there. And then as you're moving into 28, 29, 30, it's like, oh God, I'm becoming 30 soon. So I just remember that point of being like this big reflection time of, of really tackling, well, why am I feeling like this? What's going on? What are the beliefs that are holding me back? Why do I want to get out of the industry? What do I want my life to look like? Um, all that kind of stuff. And I, I actually keep all my journals um, and I'm moving uh, next month. And we were doing some packing over the weekend and I have all my journals from literally that time. Don't I don't read them, I don't look back th- back at them or anything like that, but 
I just know because of the ones I had, the colours of the ones I had, there were so many journals during that time. It's definitely died down much more now over recent years, but there was a journal a fucking month. Like, there was so many of them, and it was all, if I were to look back, it was all this personal inquiry of, of like, tackling my mindset and, and doing a lot of self-coaching and engaging in lots of podcasts around it and, and all that kind of stuff. So that was a big patch, just moving from, like, quote-unquote, learning my craft and mastering my craft into, well, my craft is, you know, always got room for improvement, but I'm doing, I'm doing pretty well, but why do I feel like shit and why do I want to leave the industry? Um, and then after that, so 2017 is when I opened the first gym. So I was still in this big patch of like inquiry and, and that's when I had my first baby, 2018, 19 to 20 to 2020. Um, it was really about like, me stepping in um, into systems and procedures and stuff like that because that's when I opened the gym. So the trajectory of what I was then majorly focusing on for the business was like, well, things need to be tidied up. There's a gym now. You actually own a gym and you've got staff. Like I had definitely – I had staff in that – 2016-18 patch, but that's when stuff massively increased and I needed to focus on really, you know, focusing on streamlining everything. And that was a big patch that I remember of systems and operations and all that kind of stuff. Um, and like learning, learning and leaning into like leadership and who do I want to be as a boss and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So from that, 2020, fuck, we all didn't know that this was going to happen. But, you know, March 2020 is when COVID um, hit. So 2020 to 2022, which is where we're at today, I just remember that patch of being a big time patch of operations a big patch of a lot of business things. And I also remember a lot of things going on during that time around my mindset. Like I had to tackle so much stuff around showing up and continuing to do the things because I just didn't want to fucking do it. It was hard. Like, I mean, we're not going to talk about that because I could fucking do millions of podcasts around it. But 2020 to 2022 was a lot of operations is figuring out, well, what pivots do we need to make? What strategic choices do I need to make? What do I need to do with finances? How do I need to pay my staff? Like what, you know, all of that business 101 shit. And fuck, without that focus, like we would not be here. We would not be here today. So, Figuring out operations and leaning into like making procedural changes and business decisions, that impacted my mindset so much. Like I felt more in control when I would make decisions around business. I felt, you know, like I was more capable when I was able to figure out forecasting for financing. So all of those quote unquote external things really did help my internal world. Um... And, you know, if you think about the themes that I've just kind of been over from 2013 to 2022, they flip in and out of external and internal. And the sub-themes, I guess you could call it, of throughout those time periods was still external and internal and a mishmash in between. But when I give you an overall theme, that was the stuff. That was the stuff that was happening. So when I'm talking about this podcast of like, here is what I did and I don't want you guys to ever go, this is what she did and this is what I need to do because your life, 
personally and professionally is one. And what you go through in your experiences will be very different to me. And therefore, your needs are going to be very different. So instead of giving you the blanket statement of focus on your mindset and focus or focus on the strategy, I want you to take from this is that focus your shit on zooming the lens out, tackling your business, both personally and professionally from an external world and an internal world. Think about what are the things you need to do, the operating procedures, the the Google Sheets, the checklists, the systems, the, all of that kind of stuff. What do I need to do in that respect to have my business, a fully-fledged fucking business that knows what's going on with its finances, a business that can self-serve, do amazing stuff with clients, but continue to pay bills and not just pay bills, but thrive from a financial position, you know, generate leads and, and track things consistently. Like all of that kind of stuff needs to be done. However, marry that with the internal inquiry. Like what is happening with these strategies? Is this particular procedure actually causing stress and overwhelm? Is that particular strategy actually, you know, not getting done? And why is that not getting done? Like, how do you feel as an overarching theme of this month for you as a person in business? Are you feeling burnt out? Are you feeling overwhelmed? Do you actually need to stop doing some strategy work and spend a good, you know, have the theme for that month more a personal inquiry of like, what is actually going on with me? Like, I feel out of flow. I feel very, I feel very boxed in. Like, I just need to not have any structure with my content right now. And like, you know, just go with my heart around posting what's coming up, even though I am launching, because there's so many fucking ways to do business. But I just think that especially when we see people that are doing what we want to do or we're inspired by them, it's about like, you know, wow, they did this, so therefore I'm going to follow that and and watch it work for me. And yes, there would definitely be elements that would fit for you, but your best approach with business is going to be, okay, this is what's happened. These are some things that people have done. Let's try it on. Let's see how it feels for me. Let's see how it resonates for me. And let's mold it to me. And then we can make some much better fucking decisions for ourselves as a business going forward. So, yeah, I hope, I really do hope that that's given you a different perspective because I just, I don't think it's always helpful to go, this is what I did, this is what you need to do, and fucking go for it. That's exactly the same as giving someone some blanket fucking macros and expecting them to get the same fucking results it's just not going to happen okay so business is personal your life is personal you are you are a unique fucking human being that engages with business and therefore it's about respecting that and really leaning on that and going well what do I need but not being blind to both of these worlds and also not swinging too hard into the fucking pendulum not swinging too hard into this external world and only focusing on the strategies, the how-tos, the frameworks, but also not swinging so hard that all you're fucking doing is inquiring in your mindset and, and attacking those thoughts and fucking losing some grounded state with being in business. Like, you're in business. We're in business. There's some shit to do here. So it's finding that middle ground and then recognizing that that middle ground of this beautiful mishmash of external and internal will change, will go up on the sliding scale depending on your needs for that month. You know, the needs for my month in November, 
slash October are very much towards the internal world and there's a lot of stuff going on there. Um, but come December, come January, I can predict that there's going to be a lot of external stuff to do um, and, you know, get in, get it done. And I know that spending a lot of time in this October, November around in the internal world is making going to really impact and help that external stuff get done. Like I said tonight when I've got a scheduled you know, block of hitting some operation stuff because I've just been doing so much reflection around stuff. I know it's going to be so much easier to execute on that stuff. Um, so I just, I just encourage you to employ, or I encourage you to recognize the continuum and to be mindful of swinging the pendulum too hard from one wheel to the other. And instead of think, instead think about it as a sliding scale. Okay. All right, team. Well, that is me for today. Um, while I'm here, I little bit of a, a kind of update on what's kind of coming for 2023. So I will be launching my next intake of power program at the start of the year for January. We'll be starting some launch details come December. Um, and this is my five-month mentoring program that is just stripping your business back. It's going, hey, man. It's time to attack the, the, the holes in your business from a curious and gracious place. Um, but it's about really looking at all the foundations and, and, and setting them up for a business that can catapult from there. So that'll be like that'll be starting in January. Um, then I'll be doing my next intake for Mastermind. That'll be probably around April. So they're two different, completely, completely different programs. I won't talk about Mastermind too much, but that is that is a fucking catapulting program. That is some um, a heap of work about internal inquiry. Um, and I'm currently in like four months with my current ladies in Mastermind, and we'd be talking about some juicy shit. But the major thing you can get excited about and, and you know, inquire and, and see if it feels right for you is Power Program coming January. But I will definitely pop up more details. So thanks for listening, and I will speak with you soon. Bye.